Hello and welcome back to Sincerely Mia, the podcast for all my uncommon dreamers out there. For those who believe that they have so much more potential within them, just waiting to be ignited. And to those who crave a life beyond the ordinary. If this is you, then this podcast is for you. Join me every other Saturday to elevate your identity, ignite your potential, refocus your vision, and redefine yourself. Before we begin, I want to thank you for lending me your ears, and I want you to thank yourself for making this investment into your highest self. Today's episode is all about manifestation and how you can make manifestation your best friend. See, some people believe in manifestation while others don't. And the reason why they don't is because they believe that manifestation is all about thinking about something so much that you end up making it a reality. However, manifestation is so much deeper than that. I have been fortunate enough in my life that I received many things that I have manifested on a much grander scale than I had hoped for. And in this episode, I'll be sharing with you three tips that were able to help me receive whatever I wanted. And it doesn't feel right to talk about manifestation without talking about God. Because I believe that everything I am and everything you are is thanks to God's grace. So the first step into making manifestation your best friend is called identity. Manifestation can take on so many different forms. It can be having a walk in the middle of the trees, in the middle of nature, going to the beach, going for a run. The beauty of it is that it's not just limited to sitting down, closing your eyes and visualizing. It can be personalized to your own preferences. For me, manifestation is waking up early. It's watching the sunrise, going for runs, and ensuring that my daily routine accommodates the thing I'm trying to manifest into my life so that it fits very easily into my lifestyle. Because although we may not think it, identity plays a big role in manifestation because we will never receive something we don't fully believe we are worthy of receiving. You attract who you are, not what you want. So if what you've been trying to manifest hasn't been brought to light yet, sit down with yourself and be very honest. Ask yourself, do I truly feel worthy of whatever it is I'm manifesting? And if the answer is no, then you should tweak your daily routine in order to take on habits that you believe are going to enhance this belief in your mind. So every decision you make on a daily basis goes into your manifestation practice because you need to be embodying the type of person that has what you're trying to manifest. What do they think? How would they react to this type of situation? How would their daily routine look like? What habits do they prioritize? And truly live it, truly embody it so that you really believe that you're worthy of it. So when this thing comes right at you, you are ready. You are ready because you've been living it all along. So now when it comes at you and now when you receive it, it's not like, oh wow, manifestation actually works. I received what I wanted. Instead, it's like, it's about damn time. Now the second tool is called abundance. And it's all about how you're addressing whatever you're manifesting. If you address it from a place of lack, from a place of need, from a place of desperation, it will never come to you. However, when you address it from a place of abundance, from a place of wholeness, this is when you become onto something. Think about it. Maybe the last time you were wanting and craving a relationship and it never came to you. 
However, the one time that you let that desperation out the door, that special person came walking through the door. You don't want to address things from a place of emptiness and from a place of need. People sense it and that drives them away. If the roles were reversed, it would have driven you away as well. So the only way to go by this is to shift your perspective. Instead of focusing on everything that you're lacking, you're going to shift your focus to everything you already have, to all the blessings you have in your life. The only way I know how to do that is by practicing gratitude because that way you start every day feeling full and you tackle things from a place of abundance, from a place of confidence, of worthiness. And the last tool is called manifestation through faith. Because just like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, I wholeheartedly believe that God is at the center of everything I am and everything I receive. And same goes for you. God is working in all of our lives. And God's plans are always much greater than the plans we have for ourselves. The moment that I decided to put my faith as my main priority and I started pursuing my relationship with God is the same moment where I started receiving things in my life that I didn't even know I wanted. And the way I see it is that we all have two options. You can either choose to keep walking down the path that God has made and designed for you. Or you can choose to be a sheep of society and instead pursue worldly desires, pursue worldly things. And whenever you pursue worldly things, the more you see, the more you want. It's a void that will never be satiated, hence leaving you empty most of the time. See, we live in a day and age where we are exposed to so much content every minute of every day. And it becomes really hard to choose what you want to focus on and what you want to see. And this is where the importance of guarding our eyes really kicks in. Whatever we feed into our eyes, we allow to consume our hearts, consume our minds. It becomes what we want and it becomes what we think about. Because what we see constantly is what we start thinking we need. So if you're consistently feeding yourself the lives of people who are glorifying themselves and glorifying everything that they own, then you are submerging yourself in the life of pursuing worldly things and you are distancing yourself from the love of God and the true essence of this world. So guard your eyes. What has really helped me is a social media cleanse. Not in a way where you delete all your social media because nowadays social media is very important to make connections. However, I unfollowed all the people that I felt were not adding any value to my life. So now the ones that I do follow are either people that I love, people that inspire me, or people that are adding knowledge to my day. And this has given me so much power, so much strength, because now instead of feeling empty and drained after consuming a few minutes of social media, I feel inspired. I feel ready to improve my own life. So give yourself that grace of just cleansing your social media, guarding your eyes. The other reason as to why it is very important to guard our eyes is because we can't be what we can't see. When we moved to Dubai, in 2016. It was my first day of school and I was sat there in the assembly hall and I didn't know anyone. I could see the headmaster on stage, suit and tie, and he was reflecting on the previous year. What went well? What didn't go so well? What are the changes that are going to be made? And then he moved towards awards. The last award that he presented was called the Student of the Year Award. 
And as soon as I heard that title in my head, I thought, wow, what a recognition that is. And I automatically assumed that it would be someone older than me. However, when he called out her name, a little girl, a year younger, stood up, short brown hair, walked down those stairs, and she accepted her award in front of the whole school. And in my mind, all I could think to myself was, wow, I wonder how good that must feel. To be recognized in front of the whole school in this way, I want to do that. I want to be that. And that memory is so vivid in my mind because what I had done there is subconsciously, I had defined my North Star. And now instead of just me moving towards it, it was moving towards me. So now fast forward to two years later, I'm sitting in my chemistry class and now I'm currently in year 12. So I still have two years of school. And then we hear a knock on the door and it's the headmaster's assistant. She walks into the classroom. She looks right at me and she says, Mia, the headmaster wants to see you. And at that point in time, I was really confused because I've never been to the headmaster's office. I have no idea what this could be about. So uncertain, I follow her. We go through the reception, down to his office. And as soon as they open the door, I see the headmaster standing, holding a bouquet of flowers. I see all of my teachers around him clapping, my mom, a cake on the table. And I'm just overwhelmed with emotions. Everyone is clapping. Everyone is smiling. Everyone is happy. So I know it must be something good, but I have no idea what it's about. And then he looks at me and he tells me, congratulations, Mia. You just won the Sheikha Fatima Award. Little did I know that this Sheikha Fatima Award wasn't only an award that you win on a school level. It was a national UAE award that one student out of the school wins. And I was presented this award by the Sheikh of Dubai. So when I was out here chasing student of the year, which still is a very meritable award, God had different plans for me. He has much grander plans for me that I didn't even know about. However, what's important to take away from the story is not only God is moving in your life, but also that good things take time. It took me two years to accomplish that goal. If let's say in that assembly room, I had chosen to not pay attention and focus on the people around me and looking at what they're wearing instead of focusing on what the headmaster was saying, maybe I would have missed that moment of seeing what I wanted and maybe I would have never gotten it. So be careful with what you choose to see and allow into your mind. Address things from a place of abundance by practicing gratitude. What you can do today is send a gratitude message to anyone you feel grateful for. Let's say you met a new friend this week and you really enjoyed the encounter and the connection. Send them a message, tell them how you feel. Write down a prayer. And maybe you can write down two, three things that you can adjust in your lifestyle and your daily routine that will make you feel worthy of whatever you're trying to manifest. And with that, I'll love you and I'll leave you with a heart full of gratitude and a mind filled with inspiration. Until next time, sincerely Mio.